welcome, welcome to the Heads Together the podcast. Oh, back to a bit jazzy this week. <gasps> Missed my jazziness. <sighs> How are you all? I hope you're good. This is a incredibly underprepared episode, but I started thinking about something, then I started writing about it, then I realised that I really wanted to just talk about it a little bit more freely, so I decided to just hit record, and let's just see where this goes. It's just uh, something that I've been pondering on a lot recently, and yeah, kind of, you know when something's in your head and you just really want to get it out, and sometimes for me, writing, although I adore writing, sometimes it is a longer process for me, whereas talking for me is quick, it's natural, and it gives a really good outlet for the stuff to come out and be shared with you more quickly. So, yeah, in this episode, I want to talk to you about how we as entrepreneurs love to overcomplicate things. And I just want to talk a little bit about the kind of things we overcomplicate and how that can be holding us back from finding the true enjoyment and fulfillment in the work that we're doing. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities building authentic relationships, and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Every now and then, I have to kind of take a leaf out of my own book and rewild my own business. Now, anyone who's followed me for a while knows that rewilding your business is something I'm absolutely passionate about. I think we collectively, as entrepreneurs, have a habit of really overcomplicating things, making our vision, our goals, our business model, our marketing strategies, our service delivery methods, all really, really overcomplicated. We try and be too many things to too many people. We try and be everywhere, do everything. And a lot of that is because of the FOMO that we have in business. So it's that We don't have that courage or confidence to narrow down our options in case we make a wrong decision. So therefore, what we do is kind of try and back every horse, right? And the result 
generally is a really overcomplicated business. And I don't know about you, but my business goes in cycles of this. So, and it, and it's just exactly the same as my home. There has to be a connection with this in terms of decluttering, whether it's in the home or in your business. But if you're like me, if your home is cluttered, untidy, in a little bit of chaos, I, I just can't live my best life in that. And yet I am a person who goes in this cycle of the house being a tip and then I clear it all up. We have a declutter. I mean, I am literally one of the only people I know who has a skip on their drive about five times a year. Cause I don't know. I don't understand where all the crap comes from. I literally don't know. We have huge outbuilding here. Huge. It's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty big. And it's just constantly full of crap. Doesn't matter how many skips. I don't know what happens. But anyway. We're always in this cycle of decluttering and then recluttering. And this is what happens in business. So our logical brain knows that we don't need to be all things to all people, that we can have more clarity. If we niche down, our message gets more on point. We don't need to be on all of the social media platforms. We don't need to have a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, a TikTok account. You know, we don't have to do everything. And yet still, every now and then, it catches back up with us and we suddenly look at our to-do list, or if you're like me and you use Asana or something like that, I look at my Asana boards and it's gone crazy again. It's gone crazy. I've been seduced by something new. And you know me, I love trying new things. I love experimenting. But the result of that can often be a cluttered business, an overwhelming business. So I was thinking about this connection between being overwhelmed and under earning, because I think there is a massive connection. So although it's really counterintuitive, I think the more you can rewild your business, and when I talk about rewilding, what I'm talking about is cutting away what doesn't belong to allow what does to thrive. So what I mean by that is when it comes to your vision, getting crystal clear on what it is you're trying to build in your business, when it comes to your goals, having perhaps three main goals for this year that you're absolutely comfortable are the right goals for you to be working towards. When it comes to your business model, it's about narrowing down your niche and who you're talking to so that your message gets really on point and is really clear. And doing that fearlessly and unapologetically. Stop worrying that you're leaving people out. Or I I don't even know if it's that we think we're leaving people out. I think we think we're leaving money on the table. That's what we really think. When we resist niching down, we think we're missing out on business. But the absolute reverse is true. When you niche down, it will be easier for you to market and it will tend to help you enroll or uh, sign up more clients. That's 
just a proven thing. This is me inventing it. It's that we see this right across the piece. But the problem is it takes balls. It takes balls to niche down because, again, it comes back to fear of making the wrong decision, backing the wrong horse. But, of course, don't forget when you do it, nothing's set in stone. And this is where I like to bring in this fluidity to making these hard choices and tough decisions. So if you're, if you're struggling to niche down, you know, pick one thing and call it a campaign, call it a project, call it a, a season. I love, love, love in my business working in seasons. So in the summer season, everything slows down a bit. We're warm. We're, we're kind of a bit sleepy and, and that's okay. We can just go at a slightly slower pace. And then in the autumn and the spring, it always feels like the pace really quickens and there's lots happening. And I think it's lovely to have that kind of shift in pace in your business and let that happen. That, that can feel really lovely and natural to allow yourself to fluctuate your pace like that. When I was thinking about the be overwhelmed and under earning and the opposite of that really is having a simple, perfectly paced, profitable business. Doesn't that sound good? Perfectly paced, perfectly paced for you. That's what rewilding your business does. That is what that cutting away of what doesn't belong does. So again, it's, it is about niching down, but it's also about your offers. It's about look at how many offers do you need if you're only serving one ideal client avatar? Okay. You probably only need a couple of offers, a couple of different things. You don't need 20 different packages and programs and courses and masterclasses and workshops. And, you know, you don't need so many things. You need the right things. And that comes back to knowing and understanding that ideal client really, really well inside out and asking them asking them, rewilding your business. Again, it comes back to taking a much more natural, human, organic approach to your business, having real conversations with real people. Stop worrying about the bloody algorithm and stuff like that. Stop worrying about AI. Stop worrying about the things that you don't have to welcome into your business. You can Keep your business as simple as you want it to be. What if you just let it be simple and easy? That's available to you. The problem is that we block that out. We overcomplicate and then we under-earn. And under-earning is often the result of overcomplicating, which is bloody brilliant, isn't it? This is like suddenly finding out that the best diet to lose weight includes ice cream and chocolate. <laughs> right? So, cause I, what I'm telling you is, and I mean this, if you want to earn more money in your business, make your business more simple. Take a slightly slower pace. Mold your business to suit yourself and your clients better. You know, it's the best news ever. It always amazes me when people are resistant to this. I think it's a gift being told to, to slow down sometimes and to, 
simplify your business, take things out, do less. That's a gift. We come on to marketing. I mean, I don't even know where to start with the way people complicate that. I mean, seriously, seriously, how complicated do some people want to make it? Because the problem is what happens is that the marketing gurus out there are trying to turn us all into mini marketers. I'm not a marketer. I'm a coach. I don't want to spend every minute of my day creating content or, you know, doing the podcast. I don't want to spend every minute of my day podcasting much as I love it. I don't want to spend every minute of my day creating email opt-in sequences or landing pages or all of those things that we feel we have to do to grow our businesses. I want to spend my days coaching clients. I want to spend my days having really interesting conversations with absolutely incredible people. That's what I want to be doing. And yet, how many of us almost feel like our clients get in the way of all the stuff we have to do on our to-do list? How mad is that? That's bloody nuts when you think about it. Now, I'm not saying that to grow your business, you don't need to market your business, but you need to be way more strategic than most people are. And again, I'm giving you a gift here. I'm telling you, you don't need to do as much. You just need to be more strategic with what you do do. You need to work out and everything comes back to the who. Simon Sinek always says, start with why. I say, start with who. Who are you serving? What do they want? How do they want to consume content? Right? If I believed that the women that I want to serve, the women I want to coach and help to grow their businesses, if I believed that they only watch YouTube, then I would go all in on my YouTube channel. But I don't. I think the women that I serve really love listening to podcasts. That's why I do this podcast. And luckily, I really enjoy it. I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, because I think forcing something that you don't enjoy, uh, you know, for a lot of people who are introverts, the thought of doing a, a YouTube channel would be horrific, even if that's where their audience were most. So then they would find something else that still worked for them. Yeah, so it is really all about the who. It's about what are the preferences of your audience? What do they need to know to know they need you? That's really the only question you need to answer for your marketing strategy. What valuable information and what factual information and what educational information do I need to share with my perfect clients so that when they hear it from me and consume it from me and learn from me, it helps them make the decision that I'm the person they want to hire, that I'm the person they want to work with. That's what you need to be focusing on. The vehicle you deliver that in, whether that is maybe a podcast, it might be a YouTube channel, it might be a blog, it might be something else, but whatever it is, that is your original content platform and you're only, you only need one. If you have more than one, and I do, I have more than one, but I've been doing it for a while now. And I also use them for slightly different things. 
So if I were to pick one original content platform, it would be this podcast. And then once you've created that valuable information, that teaching, that inspiration, that humor, that entertainment, you know, whatever it is that you've decided to share to become more visible in front of the people who you want to hire you, remember, it's all about what do they need to know to know they need me. Then the next thing is about promoting that content so that it gets in front of them. And again, then, okay, ask yourself the who. Again, the people who I want this to reach, where are they? And if you can, just pick the primary platform that they're on. Go all in on that. You know, how simple are you willing to let it get? I'm going to share something with you now. I'm in the process of doing another round of rewilding my own business. Like I said, this isn't a once and done process. This is something that, to be honest with you, I really need to create something. Maybe I'll like create a course or something like that that's going to teach people how to do this for themselves, how to go through this process of rewilding so that they really come out the other end with a very simple, refreshing, let it be easy type of business. And I'm going through that at the moment. And there are certain platforms. And so I know how this feels. I know the feeling of, well, I could stop posting on there, but then, you know, well, it's no extra work. I just set it up in, you know, my VA does it. And I say this all the time. Well, Emily does it, you know, it's not really any extra work for me. The thing is though, is that true? Because I am still going onto those platforms. I'm still scrolling Facebook every now and then and Instagram. And those aren't really my platforms. You know, I do them, but my heart isn't really in those platforms. Instagram, I guess, a bit because I'm quite a visual person. So I enjoy looking through the pictures on Instagram. So yeah, I'm in the middle of rewilding again and looking at my own business and where I'm visible and which platforms do I really want to go all in on and what might that look like? What are the differences that I would make to the quality of my content if I were creating it natively for one particular platform? That's the question I'm asking in my business at the moment. So, you know, this isn't something that I have like I say, it's not a once and done. It's not a process I've done once and now my business never gets cluttered again because it does. It absolutely does. So it's just important to have the tools to be able to do this, to be able to really work through from the top down, which is the way I do it. So vision, goals, business model, strategies, right through down into systems. You know, I will go right the way down eventually. I'm about halfway through doing this process at the moment. I will go right down into the systems I use and start culling some of those systems that have crept crept in, you know, or tools rather, you know, some of the um, software and things that have crept in and made my business feel cluttered. And to anyone looking in, my business probably doesn't look that cluttered. It probably looks reasonably... I'm pretty uh, organized person in terms of my business. But for me, it's starting to feel a little cluttered. And I hate that feeling. I hate it. I love clarity. I love simplicity. I love 
empty inboxes. I love things in order. I love feeling in control. And that's the pace I like to work at, a peaceful pace. So I hope this has been of interest. I tell you what I would love. If this is something that resonates with you, will you do something for me? Will you drop me an email? This is a big ask, really, because I know it's not like as simple as, I don't know, me offering you something. But I'm going to ask you, would you drop me an email to Jill? So G-I-L-L at jillmokes.com. That's G-I-L-L at G-I-L-L-M-O-A-K-E-S dot com. And let me know, number one, whether this whole concept of rewilding your business resonates with you. And number two, whether you'd be interested in me hosting some kind of, I don't know, like a, I don't know, what would we do that was simple? I think maybe a masterclass. Yeah, a little masterclass, but an intimate one just on Zoom where we actually talk to each other in real life, like we're real people. If you think that would be valuable for you, email me and let's see, I'll see what the response is. And then maybe we'll do something. I don't want to overcomplicate this. I don't want to make, I'm I'm not going to be doing landing pages and all that. If you, if it sounds like something you'd be interested in, just drop me an email and let me know. And then I will absolutely work something out and go through with you what it could look like for you to do this process on your own business and make it beautifully simple. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for bearing with me in this very underprepared episode that, like I say, it was just something that's been on my mind. I just really wanted to start talking about it. And I'm just so interested to see what, you know, how this lands with you, whether this is something that, you know, am I on my own here or, <laughs> or are there other people who just cannot abide when the business starts feeling complex and layered and unnecessarily complicated? Okay, well, have a fantastic week and I will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help me put more heads together reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.